0: Hello and welcome to another edition of the UK Law Weekly Podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of the Crown on the application of Pathan and the Secretary of State for the Home Department. The citation for this case is 2020 UKSC 41. And the facts of this immigration case are pretty simple and begin with the appellant in this case, Pathan, applying for leave to remain in the UK as a Tier 2 general migrant. When the application was submitted, it was accompanied by a certificate of sponsorship from his employer, a company called Submania Limited. The problems began when the Home Office decided to revoke Submania's sponsor license after the application was submitted, but before a decision had been made in respect of Pathan. Unfortunately, the Home Office failed to inform Pathan about this development, and so of course, his application was rejected for want of a valid certificate of sponsorship. Unsurprisingly, Pathan was keen to have this decision reviewed and to be given a fresh 60-day period in which he would have an opportunity to provide a fresh certificate of sponsorship. After the original decision from the Home Office was upheld, a judicial review was launched, but this was rejected in the lower courts, and so we pick the appeal up as it comes before the Supreme Court. The first question is whether the failure of the Home Secretary to notify Pathan that his sponsor's licence had been revoked represented a breach of the duty of procedural fairness. In basic terms procedural fairness requires that a public official follows and applies the rules in a fair and reasonable manner. This can be contrasted with something like a positive obligation that would require the official to go further than that and actively do something that is not specified in the rules. While the courts can require the Home Secretary to act with procedural fairness, they are unable to impose a positive obligation. So this brings us back to the question about notifying Pathan. Could it be said that this is a duty that exists within the rules already, or is it a request that lies outside of them? For all five justices, the answer was that there had been a breach of the duty of procedural fairness. This is because it was self-evident within the rules That the Home Secretary should give an applicant timely notice if it is clear that their application is bound to fail for reasons which cannot be anticipated. After all, it is only fair that someone in Pathan's position should have as much time as reasonably possible to prepare for the consequences of this situation and, where they are able, to make accommodations. The reason that this can be classified as procedural rather than substantive is because it is a negative duty and doesn't impose any new obligations on the public official. To put it another way, the applicant would have to be informed that their sponsor's licence had been revoked at some point anyway, and so the requirement to make that information available to them in a timely manner is not a new or substantial duty. That's all fine, but there is then also a further question to answer about what happens after Pathan is notified that his sponsor's licence has been revoked. Once that has been decided, Is the Home Secretary under a duty to also provide a period of time during which an applicant can attempt to find another sponsor for their application? You may remember from earlier on in this episode that Pathan was seeking a 60-day period in which to react to the decision. In order to answer this, we can once again approach the question by asking if this would be creating a new obligation for the public official. For the majority, the answer to this question was yes, it would. Requiring the Home Secretary to grant some sort of grace period after notification would go beyond the current legislation and the immigration rules that govern this area. Therefore it would not be right for the courts to impose this sort of duty on their own accord. The minority, composed of Lady Arden and Lord Wilson, disagreed and instead recognised that the substantial element is a natural consequence of the Home Secretary's procedural impropriety. In other words, notifying the applicant that their sponsor's licence has been revoked is pointless unless the applicant then has the opportunity to do something about it. Lord Wilson's own judgement actually goes further than this and holds that the requirement to act fairly can lead to positive obligations on a public official. In this context, the provision of a grace period after notification is consistent with the legislation and the immigration rules. If the notification was the only thing that was required of the Home Secretary, then it would be very easy for her to simply provide the notification and then reject the application immediately afterwards. Such a sequence of events would not be consistent with the duty to act fairly and would only grant a very hollow victory to the applicant. It is only if there is a period in which someone in Pathan's position can make arrangements that the notification actually means something. As with many of these things, there are solid arguments on both sides, but for me I think this comes down to theory versus practice. On a theoretical level, the basic approach of the majority is understandable. It is the executive branch of the government that sets out policy and initiates changes in the law, so it is not right for the courts to come in and make a change to the law themselves, especially if that would create new duties that simply were not there before. While all that is true, I am more inclined to side with the minority in this case because of the practical ramifications of the judgement. As was pointed out by those justices, the requirement to notify is pretty meaningless unless it offers the applicant an opportunity to rectify the situation. While that is common sense, it is not enough of a justification by itself to warrant the imposition of a positive duty on a public authority. To get around this the minority relied on an expanded interpretation of the legislation that looked at the overall purpose in the context of procedural fairness. I think that is a legitimate approach but I don't think it would be enough to persuade anyone who is on the fence about this case. Instead I think that the minority would have done well to lean more on the idea from linguistics that where there is a right there also exists duties as a necessary corollary In other words, Pathan's right to be notified about the defunct sponsorship certificate necessarily implies that there are duties imposed on the Home Secretary, resulting from this. For the right to properly exist, there has to be an obligation to provide a grace period, else the right cannot truly be said to exist. That balance between rights and duties is not only consistent with the legislation as per the minority's conclusion, also significantly undermines the alternative argument provided by the justices who form the majority. Before we finish, while the Home Secretary is in the news, it is worth making a passing comment about indirect links to this case. I will probably write something more on this subject in a newsletter, so make sure you sign up for that at uklawweekly.com, but for the time being we know at this stage that the Home Secretary is a proven bully. As the cabinet closes ranks it is likely that this won't make much of a difference to her position but this case is pretty sufficient proof in itself that the immigration system is run by a bully bullying after all is a powerful person abusing their power and authority over a person who is in a weaker position for sadistic motives that is exactly what is happening here it wouldn't be much for the home department to give pathan the courtesy of keeping him up to date about his application and offer him an opportunity to rectify the situation when something goes wrong that is outside of his control. The failure to even do this speaks to a small-mindedness that is ingrained in the rules and infrastructure by this point. As this becomes normalised, it gets taken for granted that this is the way that people are treated and so we end up with regressive judgments like that from Lord Briggs in this case, who held that the grace period wouldn't make that much difference to the applicant anyway. To say that is missing the point would be a gross understatement, but it is unfortunately symptomatic of the bullying atmosphere established at the heart of government. Well, thank you very much for tuning into this podcast episode, and thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the theme music. Before I go, I just want to mention again about signing up for the newsletter. You can do that at uklawweekly.com and you get a free ebook if you sign up, which is about how to answer problem questions. So if you're a student, whether that's first year, second year, third year, hopefully you will find that very useful. So make sure you go and claim that today Um, and hopefully I'll send out a newsletter during the week. That's all for me. Bye.